0: Good morning, folks, and welcome to Life in One One Eight. This is the individual podcast that is part of the Stars and Stripes SC Podcast Network, also under the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Donald. I am coming to you on Thursday, June sixth. Now, normally, when I'm doing this, when I'm recording for you, it's in the wee hours of the morning on Thursday or late Wednesday night. This time around, it is a little bit later on Thursday, June sixth. We are coming at eleven a.m. on the East Coast uh, when I'm recording and that's for a couple reasons. One, as you all know out there, the U.S. men's national team had a match last night, a pre-Gold Cup friendly against Jamaica right here in Washington, D.C. Obviously, I was involved with a lot of the events surrounding the match, uh, being that I'm from here, I live here, and with my uh, work with uh, various organizations, I was running a lot of the show last night. So um, I was there, and, and frankly, I was dead tired after the game. Um, So I had to get some rest after what has already been a long week. Uh, But also, just about a little under an hour ago, the U.S. men's national team released their final 23-man roster for the Gold Cup. So this episode, we are going to break down that roster, talk about who's in, who's out, who should have been in, who should have been out, uh, and we will get to all of that. Let's start with the goalkeepers. Now, there are three goalkeepers on this 23-man roster. Greg Burhalter named this, like I said, ju- I guess it was just over an hour ago. Um, and we have three goalkeepers. We have Sean Johnson, Tyler Miller, and Zach Steffen. Now, I think when we're looking at this roster uh, for the goalkeepers, Zach Steffen's our number one. Um, he's proven that. He is going to be the guy that leads us through this Gold Cup if we are to defend our title from 2017. We have Zach Steffen on this roster. Missing from this roster, though, is Ethan Horvath, who most people would assume to be the number two, uh, or at least competing for that number two spot. Uh, and I'm not sure if he is out due to injury um, or if there was something else involved. Uh, but uh, Greg Berhalter, the head coach, has elected to go with Sean Johnson and Tyler Miller. Now, Tyler Miller is having a remarkable year uh, so far for LAFC. LAFC is leaps and bounds above everybody in MLS and Uh, They have been very good on defense. He has been a very big part of that, Uh, but leaving him on or or even Sean Johnson, who uh, is playing for NYCFC has not had the best year um, in MLS so far. It's a lot of gaffes, uh, including one notable one where he literally kicked the ball into his own goal. Uh, But on the national team level, he has been featured uh, quite prominently uh, recently, especially uh, in games when Zach Steffen is not there. Um, So, having him or Miller on the roster instead of Ethan Horvath is something that is very interesting and it'll probably be something that we need to know more from Greg Bertholdt about his thought process behind that because most people assume that it's a you know two, a two-man the two race between Zach Steffen and Ethan Horvath, Zach being one, Ethan being two, and then everyone else is kind of competing for that number three spot, including some guys that are not on this roster. Uh, but with Horvath off, Is it because of injury? We're not sure. Um, Let's hope it is, because otherwise that would probably lead to way more questions from you out there, the fans. So, uh, again, Sean Johnson, Tyler Miller, and Zach Steffen are your goalkeepers. Moving on, we have our defenders. We have eight defenders on this roster, uh, including one where we'll start with him, Tyler Adams, who... Uh, will normally play that right back role that in this uh, offense is kind of a hybrid formation position. Um, the right back uh, under Burr Halter's formation uh, sometimes switches into a center defense mid role, which is where Tyler Adams normally plays. Uh, but he is listed on here as a defender for that reason. We expect him to occupy that right back position and, and be able to switch from there into the center defense and back and cover a lot of ground. He's very good at doing this in the center defense. We've seen him do it a couple of times for the national team uh, since Berhalter took over. uh, But it'll be interesting to see how he can do that uh, over the course of the Gold Cup. The other defenders, Omar Gonzalez, Nick Lima, Aaron Long, Darren Lovitz, Matt Miazga, Tim Ream, and Walker Zimmerman. Now, there's one out there. We'll talk about him, Omar Gonzalez. He has been um, one of those guys that is uh, an issue for has been a topic of discussion um, ever since uh, the uh, debacle in Kuva Trinidad back in 2017. Uh, he obviously led in the infamous own goal um, that knocked us out of the World Cup uh, in that match. And since then, he is still featured on the team, and people uh, have not really seen much um, for him uh, with Atlas, uh, where he was playing in, uh, in Liga MX before just last week he was announced to a signed with Toronto FC. He will move there after the Gold Cup, but before that, he now joins this Gold Cup roster. And by the looks of things, it may be that Berhalter prefers him as the uh, main pairing uh, in the middle um, with maybe Matt Miazga. I I would assume Matt Miazga, but we can't really see anything until this first match. But it seems like Omar Gonzalez is going to be part of that pairing, and and that is going to be a very big question mark. Can Omar Gonzalez handle it? Um, is is there guys better there? Yeah, absolutely. I think you know Cameron Carter-Vickers was left off this roster. I thought he could have been a very nice uh, addition here. Anthony Robinson uh, has had an up and down year for Wigan, but at left back we don't have many left backs, and he is one that has featured prominently over the last year and a half. Um, and we also have Greg Garza who was injured, and I think that was probably the reason why he is not on this roster because at left back, there's probably a uh, few better in this player pool um, than Greg Garza. Um, it, it, it's interesting that we have a couple of guys here. Tim Ream has been occupying that left back spot uh, in this offense since he ha- since Greg Berhalter has arrived, but as more of a center back, he can also switch into the middle um, when uh, when we need cover in the middle. So the back line is always going to be a question mark uh, when it comes to the United States. We, we've always had it, even when we've had some you know, class defenders, world-class defenders. Uh, it's always the question mark. Can we withstand the pressure from some of these CONCACAF teams? Uh, and I'm looking at this roster. A lot of people may say they can't do it, but it's on these eight guys. Tyler Adams, Omar Gonzalez, Nick Lima, Aaron Long, Daniel Lovitz, Matt Miazga, Tim Reem and Walker Zimmerman, it's on them to provide the cover that these guys need to push the ball forward, get the ball out of danger inside the defensive third, and press it forward so that our midfielders and forwards can have a chance to attack. Now, we're going to get into the midfielders and forwards in just a minute, but first, a word from SB Nation and our sponsors. Okay, guys, we are back here. Life in 118. Uh, today, we are discussing the 23 man Gold Cup roster that was released this morning by Greg Burhalter. Uh, we are talking now. We have talked about the goalkeepers, we've talked about defenders. Let's move into the midfielders, and there are some surprises here. Um, there are so I, I would say, there would be some surprises, but uh, really, it's a matter of injury for a lot of these. We'll talk about the forwards in just a minute, where probably the biggest surprise is. Uh, but for midfielders, we have Michael Bradley, we have Dwayne Holmes, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic will make his debut in the Gold Cup, Christian Roldan, and Will Trapp. So only six midfielders. Uh, and with this lineup that we have uh, for a four-three-three 3 3 hybrid, uh, three guys are going to be in that middle. And so uh, Greg Berhalter is obviously opting to bring six guys Uh, basically a a starter crew and a backup crew. Uh, Now, Michael Bradley and Will Trapp will probably be your center defense mid in the middle. Uh, And then on the wings, you have uh, Dwayne Holmes, who I thought was very impressive last night against Jamaica, one of our few bright spots when he subbed on the field, uh, or when he was on the field, I'm sorry. Uh, And and he was uh, really, really interesting to see. It was the first time that I had seen him live. Uh, I have not seen a lot of him um, play this year. Uh, but I was very impressed by Dwayne Holmes, and I thought that was a great addition to the roster, one of the uh, uh, roster additions that I think fans will be happy with. Obviously, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, those guys are going to be um, right there in the middle. They're going to probably start every game. These guys are our linchpins. Uh, Weston McKinney, that box-to-box midfielder, that guy, that, that workhorse that can get things done. And Christian Pulisic, where this team is being you know, shaped around, he is the star. He is the man. And, and they're going to put him in a position to see if he can attack these players and, and, and push them to uh, the limit because wh- where he goes, this team, I think, can prosper. So uh, Christian Pulisic is going to be right there in the midfield uh, with the other guys. Uh, Christian Roldan uh, has obviously featured uh, off and on over the last couple of years, but mainly under this new Burhalter era. Uh, he has been a guy that Burhalter has relied on, so no surprise there. Will Trapp and Michael Bradley, uh, if you have been watching the last six months, you would not be surprised by having these guys on the roster. I know people have uh, their their thoughts on Michael Bradley, good and bad, and very extreme about whether or not he should be on this roster. But he should be on this roster for two reasons. One, his leadership. His leadership is unparalleled. He knows this game. He knows this team. He knows this league. He – or this, this region. And he knows this tournament. He's won it several times. So – uh, we want to have someone like them on the roster. Does he have to start? Not necessarily, uh, but he needs to be there because I think Michael Bradley still has something to offer. And, and really, it's about Burhalter rating him above any other. He he has said that many times that there are very few world-class players in this player pool, and he lists Michael Bradley as one of them. Take that as you will, but Michael Bradley is going to be on this roster, and I think having him on this roster is an okay thing. We can We can live with that. Will trap. On the other hand, there's you know other guys that probably could have made the cut. Uh, I'm looking at the roster uh, for the 40 man, which is what uh, this roster, this 23 man roster, was whittled down to. Sebastian Legette would probably have made this roster if he was not hurt uh, this past Sunday uh, for LA Galaxy. Uh, I, I think he would have featured in this final role. I don't know who he would have knocked off because I'm not going to speculate on who was the last in, last out. Uh, but he definitely would have made an impact and he would have been on this roster. Um, the the other person, uh, Jordy Molovich, I thought he played very well, but I think honestly when you're looking at the midfielders and who we know that Burhalter rates, he was always on the outside looking in and that's nothing uh, that says nothing about w- what he can do. I think the kid is going to be great. he's he is great right now. he can keep moving forward and keep pressing and improving. Uh, but I think the cards were against him uh, were stacked against him in this one. Um, It's just too many guys that uh, were rated higher by Burr Halter. And and whether you like Mihaljevic or you don't, uh, I think he could have made this roster if we were talking about a sheer raw talent Um, and and just from a talent perspective. But um, honestly, he probably was not going to make this cut um, in any sense uh, under Greg Burr Halter. But we have seen what he can do, and we know that the future will probably have his name in it. Um, as part of this national team player pool moving forward. Speaking of forwards, let's move to them. And we have one uh, omission that we will point out once I list all of the forwards that did make the cut. Um, those guys being Josie Altidore, Paul Ariola, Tyler Boyd, Jonathan Lewis, Jordan Morris, and Jossie Zardes. Uh Now, you're saying to yourself, where the hell is Josh Sargent? I would like to know as well um and it's very clear that Josh Sargent was held out of the U20s because the U20s uh, they were they're in the World Cup right now currently I know you guys are watching it uh the next game being on Saturday and he does not have a you know, they basically kept him out because one they thought he was ready for the national team and two uh, they wanted to showcase some of the players that need showcasing to move for moves to bigger and better clubs uh we we've seen Sebastian Soto who has dominated throughout this U-20 World Cup up front and and is now getting looks from places like Dortmund and other uh, top Bundesliga teams. Uh, This is something that obviously would not have happened if Josh Sargent was on the team. But when we're talking about Josh Sargent, a player, he should have been on this Gold Cup roster. He's one of the best forwards we have at his young age. We're wasting a summer of a kid where he can play against international talent, really improve his stature, and show that his, you know, that what he is is for real. And I think it's interesting that we have, uh, I mean, Josie Altidore, uh, you guys may not like me saying this, but he is the best striker we have in this player pool. You can say what that means about our player pool, but in the United States, there is no striker right now better than Josie Altidore. When Josie Altidore is healthy, he is healthy. He's performing at a high level right now, and he is probably going to be the starter up front for this offense. But right there, should have been Josh Sargent. And I think Josh Sargent should have made this team over maybe John Lewis uh, over maybe Jesse Zardes. Uh, uh, even Jordan Morris, you could say he could probably make it over him. But there is no reason in my mind why, barring injury, why Josh Sargent is not part of this 23. He should be a part of this 23, uh, and is very, it's, it's very perplexing why he wasn't. Um, I guess talking uh, with reporters when this announcement happened, Burhalter, uh, and, and I'm quoting uh, Paul Tenorio. He, uh, he writes for The Athletic and uh, put this on Twitter. Uh, why Altidore and Zardes were the two strikers named over Josh Sargent. And Berhalter was quoted as saying, it's a simple reason. We think they're ahead of him right now. We have to do what we felt was best for the team right now. And that's the decision we made. Um, well, I'll give you He He's not better than Altidore. But um, there, has, there has been nothing right now, in my opinion, Uh, that has said Jossie Zardes is better than Josh Sargent. Um, And I think Josh Sargent should have made this team. We could have used his uh, ability to finish at the net because uh, if you saw last night, we just can't do that. And he creates shots. The only shot on goal was from him doing a simple turnaround in the middle of the box uh, and trying to put something on net that that Andre Blake just parried away at the last second. Um, This kid wants to win. He has that hunger, and he has the talent to be one of the, in my opinion, he is one of the twenty-three best players in the United States of America, and he should be on this roster. Uh, but and it's a travesty that he's not. But it'll be interesting to see who ends up playing these spots. I mean, Paul Ariola is going to be playing one of these spots. He, uh, his work rate is something that uh, is beloved by uh, Greg Burhalter and in this particular formation, is going to be called upon a lot he's called upon Jonathan Lewis, uh, for his speed. I thought Jonathan Amon would have been great. I thought he played magnificent last night. He went at guys, he outpaced some of the Jamaican defenders and midfielders, which is a very difficult feat to achieve. Um, that, uh, that is saying something, the kid is fast and, and he has that speed. He has the tools to get down and, and attack players and create openings for other people. Uh, and I think that, uh, Amon would have been a, a, a nice look instead of John Lewis, but John Lewis has played well since Greg Burhalter has come into the fold. And I know that Greg Berhalter is probably thinking that he trusts John Lewis, Jonathan Lewis over some of these other players, which is why he makes this roster. Uh, and then Jordan Morris, Jordan Morris has played pretty well. He started out okay. Then he got injured. He's been off and on with injury. Um, if he's healthy. Uh, then he can be an, he can make an impact. He obviously scored the game winning goal against Jamaica in the 2017 Gold Cup final. Uh, but really, when it comes down to it, you wanted to name the players that, in my opinion, we should have named the players that we thought gave us the best chance to win. I think that's what Greg Berhalter believes he has done, and it's up to us to to quarterback it uh, and second guess it and see whether or not it actually holds true. So to recap. R23 man Gold Cup roster for goalkeepers Sean Johnson, Tyler Miller, Zach Steffen. At defenders Tyler Adams, Omar Gonzalez, Nick Lima, Aaron Long, Daniel Lovitz, Mike Miaz- Matt Miazga, Tim Rehm, and Walker Zimmerman. At midfield we have Michael Bradley, Dwayne Holmes, Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, Christian Roldan, and Will Trapp. And up top at forwards Josie Altador, Paul Areola, Tyler Boyd, Jonathan Lewis, John- Jordan Morris, and Jiasi Zardes. Now, we have a a, a very healthy discussion going on right now uh, on the article about this roster at starsandstripesfc.com. Come join us. Give us your thoughts on who you thought should have made it, who you thought should have been left off, whether you like this roster, and our chances at the Gold Cup. Because really, that's what this is all about. We need to make a statement um, and get some fans back in the fold. Last night was not a way to boost confidence uh, with the way that the team played. Uh, But now that we have our 23, they have another match right uh, on Sunday in Cincinnati against Venezuela that will be the last tune-up that they have before the Gold Cup begins on June 15th. Their first match is June 18th, so they'll have nine days after Sunday to get it together. Uh, And that's what I think everyone wants us to do is to get it together and play well in the Gold Cup and bring home a seventh Gold Cup trophy. So that is going to do it for this week uh, with Life in 118. Again, my name is Donald. I write for Stars and Stripes FC. You can find all of our staff is going to be doing a lot of great, great work over the next month with the U-20 World Cup, the Women's World Cup, which begins tomorrow. Um, I am on my way to France uh, to follow the U.S. team throughout that, uh, and also the Gold Cup, which, began, which begins on June 15th. Stay tuned with all of us at Stars and Stripes FC. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, and we will have all the coverage that we can possibly pump out to you uh, and also a home for you to react as things come in and as news hits the wire. So until then, uh, I will check you out next week. That time, uh, I will check you out on Paris time. But for now, my name is Donald Blind. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll check you soon.